Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 19th of July, 2022. Come at the Crusty Connect podcast, episode 182. Heat waves and a stupid haircut. Yes, record heat waves coming across the globe. And people really, really concerned with Justin Trudeau's goddamn haircut. <laughs> All that more come at the show. Please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Krusty Canuck is brought to you in part by Dark Horse Entrepreneur. That is right. Get a hold of Tracy Brinkman today, Dark Horse Entrepreneur, uh, Tracy Brinkman podcast, darkhorseschooling.com. You'll help you, know, you up-and-coming podcasters to get your word out, give you some points and all that, and just tell them Krusty Canuck sent you. And also, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Free Speech, more important than your feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Krusty Canuck podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, episode 182. That's right. You know, heat waves and a stupid haircut. Yes, I guess it's been in the news recently that Justin Trudeau, our beloved prime minister, has a god-awful haircut. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, really, who gives a royal hoot whether uh, Justin Trudeau gets a haircut, Krista Freeland gets a, a blow-dry, or someone gets a reach-around? Nobody really effing cares, okay? There's a little more strife going on in the world, and especially in this country, rather than worrying about Justin Trudeau's haircut. Now, I personally don't care because under this great toque of mine, I don't have any hair. And I'm sure you've seen before in other videos how much hair I really have. I started losing my hair in my 30s. So I stopped worrying about it and think about it. You know, every two weeks you save 10, 20 bucks on haircuts. I shave my head every couple of weeks when I can anyway, make it nice and smooth, silky smooth, just to carry on, right? That's my hygiene practice for the for my head so anyhow for those who really care but then again you know i really don't give a shit about justin's haircut and uh, i guess britain has been going under some really really bad heat waves uh, as of late past few days they've had record temperatures some parts 38 celsius other parts 40 celsius you know to my uh, imperial friends out there in the united states that's pretty damn hot <laughs> at least to get canadian standards anyway but uh, i personally have uh, been part of uh, heat carrying 90 pounds of kit overseas in Afghanistan where record highs and record lows, whatever. Needs to say it was pretty goddamn hot. Uh, but what gets me, though, too, is that the more and more the powers of be keep promoting all this heat and these wildfires and everything, they're just instilling nothing more but fear. More fear for you and me to live by and to be scared of because of climate change. Now the UN is promoting this whole climate emergency, climate crisis because of the heat. And yet in the northern hemisphere on our globe, okay, when you look at the equator and you go north or you go south, okay, the northern hemisphere of our planet is going through what we call summer, eh? And the closer you are to the equator, the hotter it's going to be. It's that simple. Now, it doesn't matter if it's Britain or France or here in Canada or to my friends in the United States. Okay, we are in the northern hemisphere. So we're going to experience a lot of higher temperatures than usual in the summer months. 
kind of like how we experience certain higher temperatures when it comes to the winter. Things get colder. You know, you get that minus 20, minus 25, minus 30. Add the wind chill there. You know, that happens. So I, for one, based on what I was taught in school as a young lad, and you, my beautiful audience out there, what you were taught as young lads and ladies and whoever you identify as whatever, you were taught the same thing, right? The way the sun hits the planet, how things reflect, right? It's not a climate emergency. It's not a, a, a panic. It's not an issue. Yeah, it gets hot. So here's something you can do to fight said heat. Hydrate. You know, exercise in a cool atmosphere. Put a fan up. Do your stretches, do your runs, do your weights, whatever you like to do on your free time. If you got a pool, jump in the pool. If you live by a river, jump in the river or a lake, whatever. Cool off. Enjoy the weather. Get outside. We've spent two and a half years being locked in. And for what? For the sake of safety, right? Enough of that garbage, okay? I'm going to put a video up there early, uh, later, <laughs> not earlier, later from uh, Paul Joseph uh, Watson there, a uh, British critic, commentator alike. He's done some work for InfoWars and uh, Alex Jones. You know Alex Jones, right? Uh, but he's quite the commentator. I'm going to put a video up there about the record heat waves uh, that Britain is experiencing apparently too. And so a special thank you to Paul Joseph Watson and his channel, Anything Goes, the lovely tidbit. And I'll let you, my audience, uh, decide exactly what the issue is now personally i don't think we're in a crisis i don't think we're in a climate crisis we can all agree that pollution is bad yes you know cutting down trees can be terrible if you cut all the trees away polluting rivers is terrible polluting the air is terrible but i don't think we're in a really really humongous crisis here i don't think we're going to die in 10 years because personally i think if we're all going to die in 10 years it's going to be because somebody presses a little red button and you know little missiles come across here and there and blow shit up or uh we're getting invaded you know kind of like independence day you know that ridiculous movie from the 90s sci-fi extravaganza mind you but uh, a lot of propaganda nonetheless but you know it was a lot of fun so I, I i would say that in the next 10 years we can smarten up in regards to hiring and electing politicians that actually give a shit about the country rather than their own pockets and rather than their own, uh, you know, their own objectives. Now, what say you? Yeah, that's, that's I, I'm just, ugh. I don't know what to say. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Rumble, Instagram, YouTube, Getter, and Podbean. And I want to thank everyone who has subscribed recently and uh, you know, fought the good fight and listens to what I have to say. I'm very, very appreciative. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. For, yes, give yourselves a round of applause for that effort, too. And once again, I have to remind you all, too, this is also brought to you by Free Speech. More important than your feelings, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, carry on again with more of the heat waves and the stupid haircut. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Pardon me. It's kind of dry in here. Yes, you know, as I'm wearing my toque again today, it's a little cooler in my house today. So I'll put the toque on, not to keep myself warm, but it's a little part of the brand here for the Crusty Neck podcast. All right. Uh, I've experienced a lot of heat waves even growing up, too. You know, we had some record springs, record summers. So it's not really that new here in Canada. Okay. 
And for anybody that's sitting there and promoting the whole, oh my God, we have an emergency, emergency, you're just adding more fear to the machine. We don't need to live in fear anymore. Okay. We don't. We don't need to live in constant fear and crisis 24 7. What we should be worrying about, regardless of the heat waves happening to our friends in Britain and what's happening with Justin's fucking haircut, we should be worrying about this inflation crisis that keeps being thrown down our throats and the constant moronic people that try to justify it. Okay. I'd like to remind my audience out there too that the past two years has been hard on everybody in regards to the pandemic and lockdowns and fines and regulations and bureaucracy telling us what to do, okay? But let's step back and think for a second, too. How many kids and young people have been affected by the opioid crisis? How many younger people have gone through a phase where they wanted to end it? How many older people have gone through a phase where they've wanted to end it? A lot of businesses were compromised. A lot of livelihoods were compromised. People lost their jobs. Some people lost their homes. Yes, and some people lost their lives. And I am no way, ladies and gentlemen, making fun of anyone who lost their life because of the beer bug. Okay. But we have to stop with the fear. We have to stop encouraging the fear and hanging off mainstream media's every word when it comes to, oh, my God, record heat waves. Well, fuck, smack my ass, call me Judy. It's goddamn July, middle July. Yes, it's going to be hot. It's not a hard concept. Drink some more water. Stay in cooler places. Stay in some shade. Wear your sunblock. Okay? And no, it's not a climate crisis. Maybe the earth is trying to tell us something yet. Okay, we're going to get hotter this summer and we're going to be colder in the winter. And we're going to be moderate in the fall and moderate in the spring. So things can grow and cycle. Right? That's the thing. What else is there to, to, to say about it? Other than the individuals that swear that the world's going to die, we got to do something. So all these individuals that say we got to do something, great. What is the plan? What's the plan? Huh? More solar, more wind? Because it's so hot, do you think that the sun rays are going to be captivated even more to give us more energy during the cold winter month? Huh? Are the wind turbines going to generate enough hot electricity to make sure that the lights stay on during those colder months in December, January, and February? <laughs> no! It's just creating more division, more control for what? I, for one, love clean rivers. I love clean lakes. I love parks. I love going to the forest, and I love camping. I love being with my wife and my family and friends, being outside and enjoying the weather. Like every little kid does, like every adult does, playing outside and just being. Freedom. Now, I know there's a lot of lefties out there that hate that term, freedom. Oh, you want freedom. Well, what do you want? How about the freedom for you to sit there and say, freedom? It's right there in front of you, right? And then what? But instead, no, no, we got to worry about more uh, goddamn heat waves that are happening to our friends in Britain. How about the heat waves that happen here in Canada? There's some wildfires going on too. There's always going to be wildfires. That's inevitable. You know, the drier it gets, the more susceptible things are to flame, okay? Now, whether some of these wildfires were intentionally started or not, or it's just a freak of nature because there have been four fire, forest fires in our history that have been started by lightning strikes and a few sparks here and there from machinery and careless people that smoke cigarettes and leave fires going. 
But in the same sense, it's not because of the climate. It's just the way it is. Do I have an answer? Well, let's do our best to fight those fires. We understand that this time of year, things dry up and things get a little brittle. So you should have emergency services on standby, right? The trucks and the aircraft to fight said fires if they happen, just in case. Because if we can always prepare people to be lined up for jibby jabs, we can line things up to save us from a catastrophe. Ooh, logic. Who would have thought? Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's this video that I told you about by Paul Joseph Watson here. I'll just cue it up here. Uh, interesting lad from Britain. I, I really like his commentary. Uh, please tell me what you think uh, if you do enjoy his work as well. Uh, leave me a comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But here's, uh, here's his take on the, whole, uh, <laughs> on the whole issue in Britain. We've all been sat down. I guess the climate change alarmists were actually correct. The UK has recorded its hottest temperature ever, with the thermometer hitting 39.1 degrees Celsius in Charlwood, Surrey. Gotta hold my hands up and take the L here. I was wrong. You were right. Guess that's it. Channel's dead. Lefties were vindicated. Hold up. Where's Charlwood? <laughs> Oh, it's right next to Gatwick Airport. It basically is Gatwick Airport. Sprawling industrial complexes, airport runways, hot tarmac, jet engines. Totally the fairest place to record a temperature reading. What's next? UK's hottest temperature beaten again. Thermometer meeting taken inside iron smelting factory. They're going to start measuring average historical wind speeds from inside wind tunnels. But wait, an even hotter temperature was recorded. It's broken 40 Celsius for the first time ever. Where was that reading taken? The UK record temperature that has been set this afternoon at Heathrow Airport. Oh, how strange that the two hottest places this afternoon, Heathrow and Gatwick, are the ones covered in heat-absorbing black tarmac and home to many heat-generating jet engines. An amazing coincidence. But this isn't a one-off, it's a regular occurrence. Research by Professor Ross McKittrick shows, quote, about one-half of all land surface temperature measurements used to show global warming and promote the command and control net zero agenda are taken near or adjacent to airport runways. And yes, both the Met Office and the BBC, which today delivered us the hottest temperatures ever from airports, both use this same data. From the professor's research, we learned that data taken from airports has increased by 50% over the last few decades. This has had the effect of increasing the contribution from airports to around 50%. McKittrick noted that the cuts reduced the average latitude of source data and removed relatively more cooler high-altitude monitoring sites. Almost every plank that supports net zero is provided by these surface temperature data sets amplified by climate models. They are at the center of the grim pronouncements made by the IPCC and loyally passed on by mainstream messengers. Time perhaps to look in detail at temperature data sets boosted by jet exhaust and constant upward adjustments, along with climate forecasting models that are invariably wrong to see if the science is quite as settled as defined by elite political opinions. So yeah, of course temperature data taken in 2022 from boiling hot heat amplifying airports is going to be higher than temperature
temperatures taken previously from other sites with environmentally cooler surroundings. Not going to hear any of that on the news tonight, though, are you? Oh, no, all you're going to hear is apocalyptic doomsday hysteria about the planet being on fire and how the only solution is for you to cripple your own living standards and cancel your family holiday while the elite will continue to enjoy their luxury private jet lifestyles as you cower inside your home, afraid of viruses and the weather. Yeah, that was Paul Joseph Watson from Anything Goes. You can find him on YouTube. Yeah, special thanks out there to Mr. Watson and people at Anything Goes for that little tidbit. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, kind of self-explanatory, right? Uh, you get these fanatics. And it doesn't matter if it's Britain or Canada, the United States. There, there's this conglomerate of people. Okay, let's call them the elites or here in Canada, the Laurentian elites or whoever, constantly pushing this, pushing this. Oh my God, the world's dying. You better do something. You better do something. Well, my logic is why aren't you doing something? That's what you're elected to do. Instead of taking uh, two or three carbon taxes and adding more to uh, the GST and more to home heating and, and cooling and to gasoline consumption, why aren't you authorizing people to make machinery that can make our lives easier? Huh? There's an idea. How about we look into things called hemp production? Right? Or understanding how we can create fuel from some of the plants that we use every day from some of the crops we use every day without damaging anything. It can be done, can it not? Hmm? I don't know. What say you? Please let me know. CrustyBCanuck67 at gmail.com out there. And I want to say a special thank you to some of my German fans out there. I've had some nice emails from people in Germany. So thank you once again. You know, appreciate that. And give yourselves a round of applause for that. And I especially want to thank the individuals who have recently subscribed too. I know my subscription's going up. I think it's uh, 9,673, I believe, or 730. I don't know. I'll have to double check again. But it's up there to uh, 9,700 and change. So thank you once again for all that. And thank you for my new subscribers out there. I try not to let you down. I like to make this a full-time commitment, ladies and gentlemen. So if you like and hear what you see, you'll find links in my description how you can donate to the Krusty Up podcast via Podbean, buy me a coffee app. I don't use PayPal as much anymore. I've had some issues there with some administration, people skimming off of me and all that too. So I've had to uh, reiterate and you know, reapply. Anyway, make a long story short, I never really use that much anymore too. But if you want to donate, links in the description for you to follow too. Anyway, carrying on again with more of the whole uh, episode 182. Heat waves and a stupid haircut. Now, Mr. Trudeau has been in the news because of his haircut. When else has he had been in the news? Now, the amount of money that he has spent on the media in this country, pardon with the amount of money he has spent on the media in this country, you know, it's all about him and his haircut. Now, I personally don't care what kind of haircut he gets or what his cabinet does with their hygiene products, how they brush their teeth or shave their armpits or shave their backs for all I fucking care. I really don't give a shit. But of course, you know, I'm feeding the model here. I'm presenting that. Now, I personally don't really care what he does with his hair because I think he's probably the worst politician this country has seen since Brian Mulroney. Well, I, or John Cretchen, for that matter. You know, like Jean Chrétien, I would say, was more liberal than Justin, but then he was full of conspiracies and uh, hidden agendas too, right? I don't like how he treated our military. I don't like how the liberal cabinet treated our military. 
back in the 90s. I really don't like how any liberal government has treated our military over the past 50 years. But that's just my opinion. But they make such a big stink about Justin's haircut. Who cares? You know, let's make a big stink about some of his lack of uh, monetary policy. Let's make a big stink about his lack of consideration for this country as a whole. Let's make a big stink about the fact that he is personally went out of his way to divide this nation based on the vaccine status, based on people's work status, based on people's gender. I think a, uh, a lovely lady by the name of Jody Wilson-Raybould can attest to that too. Let's take a look at some of the crap he has done in the name of uh, diversity and equity, right? Like I said in my last episode too, Melanie Jolie was basically hired by the party. She didn't do anything to earn her position, but she might have a portfolio, right? Who cares? Did she merit? Did she earn? Was she elected? No, of course not. She was not elected. She was not elected at all, right? No, she was not appointed to do anything of the sort, except just be there and be a number. Oh, wow. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, the Krusty Canuck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. If you want to reach out to me, please send me an email, krustybcanuck67 at gmail.com. You can find the little email at the little red screen at the bottom there, too. And if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this all around your social media platforms, too, ladies and gentlemen. And we're carrying on again with more of the episode 182. I got a little tidbit here from Joe Rogan um, that he put on there. Joe Rogan, you know, the godfather of podcasts, as far as I'm concerned, uh, yeah, well done in his part. You know, I, I, I like what he has to say because he, he always takes almost like a devil advocate approach to certain conversations. And I also enjoy the fact that this guy is down to earth. He knows how to fight, knows how to kick ass, take names, but he also knows how to be an excellent moderator and instills great dialogue. And I'm sure you all know exactly about who I'm talking about here. But Joe Rogan did a great job. And I will just cue this up here for you as all. Um, basically just him talking about Trudeau. And, you know, it's obvious that, you know, your leader is not doing a good job. If you get somebody from the other side of the world, or not the other side, when he's, he just lives south of us. But when you, when you get an important American like him talking about how, how incompetent this man is, how incompetent Mr. Trudeau really is. And he does not, does not really care. He doesn't really care. So I'll let you decide, ladies and gentlemen. Now you just think for yourselves. Canada is communist. Canada's crazy. They're f They're f They got to get rid of that guy. Oh, you don't like criticism. You're trying to shut down criticism by saying that all your critics are misogynists and racists. Yeah. You hear he said that about the trucking people, the truckers? He called them? Called them all misogynists and racists. Oof. Yeah, he's gross. He's a sketchy guy.
Not to note too, ladies and gentlemen, too, that Holland, uh, the fine people in the Netherlands, are doing the exact same thing. It's not so much the truckers, it's the farmers, right? Because we've seen the news the past couple of weeks that uh, the Dutch Prime Minister, Mr. Ruta, did I pronounce that right? I don't know. Uh, saying that we have to get rid of 30%. They have to get rid of 30% nitrogen in their farm, yet you need nitrogen to for the soil, you know, and you need nitrogen to help things grow, right? Without nitrogen and oxygen, you don't get the carbon we exhale that the plants take in and push back as oxygen. That's just basic science that I remember from school as a boy. Anyway, I'll carry on. Yes, and with the Emergencies Act, too, and freezing people's bank accounts, it was also proven by the people at GoFundMe that there wasn't too much foreign interest. There were a handful of Americans that gave maybe $10, $20, $30 in some cases to help the convoy out. So the mainstream media and our federal government alike sat there and said, oh, my God, foreign investment. Oh, my God, Russian influence. Oh, my God, angry American Republicans sitting there influencing this. Hmm. When it was proven false. So, something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. percent now it's down to about 30 odd i think but well that's debatable anyway thank you to the people at sky news australia for putting that little tidbit together yes interesting how that uh, how that worked in favor right we're not seeing any kind of real uh, leadership from any of these individuals and you've heard me ramble on ladies and gentlemen long enough in regards to Justin Trudeau, the liberals and certain conservative politicians and provincial politicians, some American politicians. The thing being, we can do better. We can. Okay. My wife uh, today, I was actually playing a TikTok video before she went to work. And I'm not going to give any names or uh, uh, promote any kind of uh, racial divide here whatsoever. But there was an individual who was on TikTok. And he was doing nothing but scream and yell about white people this and white people that. Now, historically, there were a lot of white people that did some stupid things. Historically. Okay. But when I look back at my life, when I look back at my parents' lives and what they've told me about, what they've shared with me, and what my grandparents have validated and shared with me. Okay. I'm not seeing a hell of a lot of hatred. I was seeing some ignorance. 
I was seeing some belligerence, but I was not seeing any hatred. Now, I was not taught to hate people because of the color of their skin or their religion or their gender or genders, however you want to identify, right? I was taught to judge people based on their actions. Now, if a certain individual can go on TikTok and blame one race for all his or her problems, then as far as I'm concerned, that individual is not fucking living. What killed you inside, my friend? What hurt you? Right? Based on the surroundings where you display said videos, where you promote said videos, you live in a pretty quasi-quash-posh apartment. Nice furniture. It has nice settings, right? You had a nice girlfriend sitting there taping you and filming you while you're doing your hate speech. Oh, my God. Blaming Whitey for all your problems. And yet you'd call someone like myself privileged or someone like my father privileged or my sister's privileged. I hate to tell you they're toots, sunshine, or buckeye, or whatever you identify as. Okay, I've worked for everything in my life. And a lot of my fans out there, a lot of my listeners alike, have worked for everything in their lives too. I've actually had a couple of emails from individuals that lost their jobs because of certain hires and certain hiring practices. I've talked to people personally over the telephone who have told me stories about uh, racial divide within the workplace because someone pointed a finger at them and accused them of something rather than someone actually committing a crime or doing something hateful or spiteful, right? So to all the racists out there, <laughs> fuck off, okay? Just because I represent a certain group or a culture or a country, that doesn't mean you're entitled to take me down and to throw me aside and blame me for your problems. Maybe take a look at your life and look at some of the decisions you have made in regards to the racial divide. Maybe you had a bad experience with a white person or a couple of white persons. Does that mean that every white person must carry a certain guilt for you? A certain shame just because they're born a certain way? See, the more and more you promote that kind of divide, the more and more you're promoting the colonial method that you keep referring to. The more and more you promote the colonial idea that happened 100, 150 years ago when it came to the settlers, right? So fighting fire with fire isn't working in anyone's favor. Maybe you should smarten up and do better, right? I can honestly say that maybe I should apologize if you come across a, a racially motivated experience. Shame on that person that called you those dirty names, right? And shame on yourself for not learning from it and standing up and setting the better example. Right? That's all I got to say about that. And ladies and gentlemen, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 19th of July, 2022. I'll be starting my work cycle again in the next little while. Uh, tonight is my anniversary with my wife and I, celebrating nine years of marriage. Yes, nine years of marriage. And I'm still sane. Can figure. <laughs> but uh, she has overcome a lot of things in her life. And she's helped me overcome some of the things in my life. And I'm internally grateful for having her in my life. And I love her dearly. So, baby, if you're listening, I love you. And it'll be a wonderful dinner ready for you when you get home. So, anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 19th of July, 2022. Weather's getting hotter out there, ladies and gentlemen. So look after your pets. Make sure they're hydrated. Make sure the little ones are safe and secure. 
and don't leave them in your vehicles. Hydrate yourself too. Get a couple extra glasses of water. When you're outside, take it a bit easy with the heat, right? And let's not panic. No more effing panic, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just carry on and do what we can to be good to each other in these trying times, right? Do what you can to help each other out. Help your neighbor out a bit with his grass. You know, I don't mean the you know smoking kind. I mean, you know, maybe cut his lawn a couple of times too. Help out here, help out there. Do what you can to help the community at the best of your abilities. Little things help. As you find yourself in a drive-thru and you see someone waiting behind you, hey, maybe buy their coffee or buy their beverages. Make their day too. Every little bit helps, ladies and gentlemen. Try to find something positive in the mundane that we call our Canadian politics and our leadership. We can do better. Set a better example. And enough of my rambling. Well, I hope good things for all you out there. And once again, thank you to all my new subscribers. Please check out my shop if you can too. Buy some Krusty Connect swagger. It's summertime. So I got lots of t-shirts, shorts, and I got some lovely swimsuits for the ladies out there. If you're interested, bring out your inner Baywatch and buy some Krusty Connect swagger today. Links will be in the description for you, ladies and gentlemen. But like I say, do what you can help each other in these trying times. And a special hello out there to a few artists, uh, Nina Sound UK, great music, Nina, and Kid Moxie on Instagram. I've had a little exchange with her. Great music. Keep it up, ladies. Kick ass, rock and roll. Keep the music alive as best you can. And like I say, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. And like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, humanity merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Mama said I had a face for radio. <laughs>